Hello survivors and welcome to First Aid Spray, a Resident Evil podcast by fans for fans. This is episode 15 and in this edition we'll be doing something a little bit different, a little bit more laid back, a little bit silly to close out our first year as a show with a Resident Evil trivia challenge. More on that in just a moment. My name is Cyniac, you can just call me Cy and joining me on the panel this week, some say he's still painstakingly reloading magazines in Daymare 1998, it's James aka Moist Owlet. Hello. <laughs> Be careful what you post on social media. He knows all and sees all. How else do you think he got the nickname Facebook Steve? It's Firebutton Steve Valance. What? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. It, it's, it's end of season one. I'm doing a thing here. <laughs> <laughs> Reporting live from a room full of every single magnum bullet he's ever found and never fired. It's Boy Wonder Adam Russell Reeves. They're everywhere. <laughs> and returning to the show after several months hiatus, presumably cruising the oceans on a little ship known as, oh, I don't know, let's say the SS Starlight. It's Steamforge Games' own Sherwin Matthews. Well, everybody, it's pretty cool on this boat. I'm still on it. It's coming to you live from the Starlight. <laughs> Special guest calling in from the ocean. This episode of the podcast is being recorded live in the First Aid Spray Discord server, which you can join now to hear unedited podcasts and contribute to the conversation in the text chat, as well as talk to us and other Resident Evil fans about the series. It's also a good place to put yourself forward for file readings to appear in the show and to ask questions for our bite-sized discussion segment. You can find a link to the server in the description of the podcast or on our social media accounts. Before we dive into the news, we've got some uh, housekeeping to do at the top of the show. Um... Housekeeping point number one, I'm very sick, so I'll try and keep it nice and short so I don't just, like, die all over the place. But uh, housekeeping point number one is our YouTube channel. If you follow us on social media, uh, you'll have seen us put up some videos recently. Uh, one of which I just mentioned, the Daymare video is now up, a, uh, a video on demand. I think it was like a four-hour live stream that Owlet did that's now edited down to 35 minutes, that's right? Something like that? Uh, it was it was four hours. But yeah, yeah it's four hours. Four hours. Brought down to tape. So yeah, you can see the the highlights of that on our YouTube channel. Uh, so special thanks again to the guys that made that game for uh, handing that off to us to do something cool with. And uh, myself and Adam also put together a little bit of a video, a little editorial, which is going to be something that we're looking to do more of in the future. I did the writing and the editing and Adam did the voiceover for a video about the Project Resistance Masterminds. So what characters we'd like to see in the game and what tyrants we'd like to see them paired up with. That was good, came out really well, decently well received. And uh, yeah, we want to move more in that direction over the course of the next year. Um, and that also involves all you guys. We never said this particularly on the podcast. It's been posted on social media a bit. But we were always looking for uh, people to connect with in the community to create stuff with. Um, obviously that's where the file readings have come into it in the first year of the show and yeah moving into year two we want that to also unfold into our YouTube so if you're a writer or an editor even just a guy with some ideas a voiceover person please do join the discord server if you haven't already hit up uh, there's a section called project discussion not to be confused with project Re resistance discussion um, where we're kind of hammering out some ideas for future videos and we'd love to hear what you'd love to see uh, and yeah let's make some stuff together Point number two is Project Resistance. Uh, obviously, the closed beta, uh, when we last did a podcast, was just around the corner. That's obviously been and gone now. I think out of everyone here, I was the only one that got to play it. So I don't really want to go into like a full uh, one-man discussion. Most of you guys will have already seen, you know, what you need to see. Loads of people have put out videos and podcasts and streams on it, which is 
a good thing for Capcom not to kind of squash any of that. They've been very open about letting people stream and create content on the game because uh, they're looking to make a really positive project. And that's what I got from it. A positive. I had a very positive reaction. I don't know if anybody has any like questions or comments they want to make on what they saw out of the beta. Uh, but yeah, generally positive from me. Looking forward to seeing more. Okay, well, with that out of the way, let's dive into this week's version of the news. Okay then, so our first article. Uh, you may or may not have already seen this, but Leon and Claire, as well as the T double zero or Mr. X, as is commonly known these days, are going to be in Monster Hunter World's Iceborne DLC. Now, have you guys seen the trailer for this? Yes, I have. Glorious. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Glorious I, is one word. I have. I haven't. I haven't actually seen this one yet. Please, oh, Adam, okay. Adam. Yeah, watch it now on mute while we talk about it. Just please. Okay. It's, okay, I'm going to watch it right now. It's so insanely like when this came out. It's just one of those things where I was like, "Well, can't say I was expecting this." Are any of you Monster Hunter fans? Is I guess the question. Uh, yes. I'm a bit. Yeah. So basically, no, then, because as far as I understand, Monster Hunter, you're either insanely into it, where it watches every <laughs> every waking thought of your mind, or alternatively, like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, so yeah, I think it's I think it's awesome. Um, it's really nice to see Capcom reaching, you know, branching out and sort of, you know, having cross pollination with different bits and pieces. The Monster Hunter series also had like Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn mm. in it, and a super mm. cute watcher. So it's nice that they've got like a tradition doing that. Yeah, and yeah. and and speaking of Capcom as well, they had Devil May Cry as well, I think, didn't they? Uh, that one I wasn't aware of. But it'd be cool if Dante did. Or, or up, did I? Yeah, oh, I cool. No, no, it, it was a much. Uh, it was a very. It was, I think it was the first crossover they did was DMC. Oh, there you um, go. Yeah, did it uh, as well. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Like they totally had Dino Crisis Jewel in Resident Evil Three. That's the first crossover they did. <laughs> no, I mean in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, no, uh, I'm, as, as someone not playing this game, I'm not entirely sure what to make of this. I know bits and pieces about Monster Hunter, and I know it has the wackiness to it, but this is out of the realm of the usual wackiness. You know, like, the trailer says it all. It's just absurd. Like, so, Resident Evil 2 is a very serious game, so to see these character models doing all these wacky stuff is very strange. Yeah, we're just we're just biding our time for when Adam comes back and we hear his reaction now. Uh, that's pretty much it, right? <laughs> Because the the end of that trailer is majestic. If you haven't seen it, it's a, it's a nice, beautiful, and wonderful role reversal that will shatter anyone's mind into thinking this was meant to be serious. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's possible. To be fair, I think that's possibly something. Yeah, where it might be that people fall down a bit with it. If they're expecting this to be super, super hardcore serious, it's just not. It's just a fun thing that Capcom could do because mm -hmm. they could. And it's nice that they kind of have a nice nod to the fans. If, like, as, as a Resident Evil fan, I looked at. That, that trailer and went, you know what, that's super cool. Like maybe I'm never going to use those skins. Maybe I am, but the point being that I totally would if they were 98 versions. But um <laughs> if I you know I have never played I've never played Resident Evil 2 remake without using the uh, the yeah. original skins for the characters or the original soundtrack as a rever as a revelation for you all. But um yeah I, I think it's a nice nod you can have in that game. I think, it, I don't see any downside to it at all. Yeah, it seems like a nice kind of like follow-on from the sort of memes and stuff that spawned off from uh, RE2 Remake as well. It's sort of like taking advantage of the 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 goodwill will of all that. Um, so it's a kind of a business decision, I think. <laughs> Plus tariffs now everywhere. Yeah, true. What the sh did I just watch? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so that, yeah, I think that's a nice note to sum it up on. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, moving on. <laughs> uh, in lighter news, uh, Resident Evil 5 and 6 are now available on the Nintendo Switch. Now, I didn't play the demo. Uh, people have been saying there's been issues with these, right? Like performance-based. Yeah, I mean, I have I have played the demos for both of them, which is worth pointing out as well. There are demos available, which is nice. Um, mm. So it, depending on if this argument sort of piques your interest, you can find out for yourself, I suppose. Um, but yeah, if you're really into uh, your uh, frames per second and stuff like that, uh, apparently these ports definitely not the best for it. There's some, some frame droppage and some just general quality droppage throughout the game. I've seen a couple of videos highlighting that sort of stuff. Personally, for me... Um, with my short time with the demos, I didn't really experience anything that threw me off completely. But when I was watching other people talk about it, I can definitely see where they're coming from. Not a deal breaker for me, but uh, yeah, a bit of a shame. I See, the original versions of RE5 and RE6 came out at what? They were like 20 to 30 FPS on the 360 and PS3? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know, you know, if they can rock that consistently on the move, I think that's a fair price, right? Not everything has to be... Don't get me wrong, I prefer it 60 FPS, but it doesn't have to be. Mm, I'm not as even long sure. as it's stable. I mean, I can't speak with any assurity, but I think it might even drop under 30, but I might be just talking nonsense. Mm, that's it. Mercenaries on the move, it's not a bad price to pay, at least well, in my just, opinion. Yeah, it's true. And I think I said before, RE6 is such a massive game that having it on the Switch kind of helps because you can just play it you know, in bits and pieces, and you'll eventually get through the absolute mammoth of that campaign. Mm. Whether you like it or not, it's a massive amount of content for how much you're paying. Uh, like I said, it's not not necessarily my bag, but on that note, it's not bad. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Mm. It's yeah, it's another one of those things now. And, and also joining this is the fact that these games are being uh, packaged together with Resident Evil 4 uh, as a physical release, not in Europe. Um, so you can import that from America if, if you want all three. Um, and they obviously they've done that with one and zero and the revelations games as well so there's a nice little library there on switch now all they're all out that's probably all the ports you're going to get for now on switch Nah, no cv no cv for cv fans Sad, sadly not hmm. okay then so our last bit of news is that the latest re vr experience is going to be biohazard 7 walk through the fear and it's apparently open in japan Mm. This isn't Valiant Raid, right? This is something this, different. No, this is essentially the next one. Um, Valiant Raid, which was the one kind of based on Remake 2, um, there wasn't a whole lot to take from that. It's interesting that they're using the word prequel uh, mm. to define Biohazard 7 Walk Through the Fear, but I also don't expect to get any plot details or like lore stuff from this one either. I, you know, it's just kind of a... Yeah, it's a four-person get-in-a-room-play-a-VR thing. I, you know... There's not going to be too much to this. I'm just amused by the name, I have to admit. Like, Biohazard 7 WTF. That's great. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah, okay. I'm never going to be able to see the initials WTF now. I always think, oh, walk through the field. (laughs) That's the reverse way of looking at it, sure. (laughs) Okay. News is nice and brief this week, which is good because we've got a uh, a very different kind of show to move into. So let's move on to the bulk of this week's episode, which is the trivia challenge. And now, reading the file, researchers will from Resident Evil 2002, Micah, who you can follow on Twitter at Media by Micah. June 3rd, 1998. 
My dearest Alma, let me first apologize for not being able to call you. A man wearing sunglasses didn't permit any phone calls. Sorry, Alma. I sit here, trying to think of where to begin, of how to explain in a few simple words all that's happened in my life since we last spoke, and already I fail. I hope this letter finds you well, and that you'll forgive the tangents of my pen. This isn't easy for me. Even as I write, I can feel the simplest of concepts slipping away. Lost to feelings of despair and confusion. But I have to tell you what's in my heart before I can rest. Alma, please believe what I'm telling you is the truth. The entire story would take hours for me to tell you. And time is short, so accept these things as fact. Last month, there was an accident in the lab and the virus we were studying leaked. All my colleagues who were infected are dead or dying, and the nature of the disease is such that those still living have lost their senses. This virus robs its victims of their humanity, forcing them in their sickness to seek out and destroy life. Even as I write these words, I can hear them pressing against my door like mindless hungry animals. Alma, I have tried to survive only to see you again, but my efforts only delayed the inevitable. I am infected, and there is no cure for what will follow except to end my life before I lose the only thing that separates me from them, my love for you. In an hour, I'll have entered my eternal sleep, where there is Peace. Please understand. Please know that I'm sorry. Martin Crackhorn. Okay, so here we go. This is going to be an interesting one indeed. I'm sure most of you are wondering what the heck trivia challenge uh, really entails. Um, a little while ago, I came across a book on Amazon, and it's a unofficial Resident Evil trivia challenge book, uh, which kind of tickled me, partly because, and if you've downloaded the, the final version of this podcast, you'll see some of the artwork. Um, the artwork for this book is hilariously nondescript. It's just an explosion with like a black silhouette of a woman with a gun, and that's it. And the font is vaguely based on the Resident Evil film font. But yes, so it's an unofficial trivia quiz book sort of thing written by Phil Hornshaw. And I thought this would make kind of an amusing episode down the line. And when I shared it with the guys, everyone instantly said, yes, let's do the thing. Uh, so we've binned off what our original season finale episode was going to be. Uh, and to close out season one, we're going to be relaxing relaxing, quote-unquote, uh, with James firing questions at us as he's been picked as the quiz master, uh, as he has. As you, if you follow him on social media, you know he is uh, pretty much a professional dungeon master at this point. So uh, he's, he's got history with us. So when I said to him, hey, come up with some questions for the book, which I'll, I'll send you without looking at it myself, uh, I wasn't expecting him to come back with the, basically a scroll... <laughs> <laughs> with like a story set up and everything so james the rest of the, this podcast is in your hands all right sweet no pressure <laughs> um so yeah um i i dubbed this a story quiz 
uh, trivia challenge. So you guys are going to be asking, uh, you're, you guys are going to be answering nine questions. And in between, you're like kind of woven in between these questions is going to be a story. And you guys are going to be advancing this story every time you ask, answer these questions. But yeah, this is unlike anything I've ever done. Uh, I'm going to try and make this as fun and survival horror-like as I can, uh, while also having a heavy lore theme to it, too. Please forgive me for any lore that I get wrong. Um, we will I not. not... <laughs> <laughs> I, have not, I have not played all the games yet, and I also have a terrible memory. So, <laughs> anyway, you'll, you'll all be answering questions one the by one. Perfect choice. For <laughs> <laughs> you'll all be answering questions one by one. I will call your name, and we'll mark your points down. This is a point system. To progress through this nonsense moistiverse fanfic I'll be spouting, a right answer needs to be said. Um, though I might change that, because this is something I literally made in four days. So we'll just see what <laughs> happens. Um, so yeah, uh, here's, how, uh, here's how it's going to work. So you will all have a damage meter. I'd recommend you write this down. Uh, I and Because I will be. You'll see why later. With every unanswered or wrong answer, you suffer a wound. I'll be using Resident Evil 1's damage meter. So there's fine, caution yellow, caution orange, and danger. When fine, you get 40 seconds to answer a question. This goes down by 10 seconds per wound. So caution yellow equals 30 seconds, danger equals 10 seconds. You cannot die. This is story relevant. <laughs> <laughs> when you start... <laughs> when you start, everyone gets one first aid spray and one green herb. A first aid spray is an auto answer for a question and a full heal. A green herb is one heal to a wound. For example, if you're in danger and you use a green herb, you become caution orange. You may also combine two greens for a full heal. You get greens with consecutive answers. So if you consecutively answer... If you consecutively correct, if you consecutive, consecutively answer, uh, cor get correct answer answers, you get more points. So each question question gets you one point. But if you answer three points in a row, that's three bonus points. But don't worry, I'm working all this out. Okay, so you guys don't have to. Oh, if you answer five point, if you answer five questions in a row, that's five bonus points plus a green herb. That's how you get your green herb. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so a couple of questions, if it's okay. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, so, do we get a ranking at the end? Sure, you, yeah. Man, that's exactly <laughs> what I to know. Yeah. Second one. Sherwin Second wants one. to win. No, no, I'm just curious. It would be very thematic if we all get a ranking at the end, right? Uh, second one. Is this like we're all giant gold stars floating around each other as we're going along? <laughs> so, it's like deadly silence. <laughs> But if, if I look at if I look at Wonder Boy Adam, I just see a giant gold star sort of hovering in the air near me. <laughs> you normally see that anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, do you know what? If yeah, it helps, <laughs> it helps, helps you, Sherwin. Go for it. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, I'm totally on board with this. Okay, the is it going to be moment... okay that I didn't listen to any of that? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just find out what happens. Is it bad? Right. I want to um actually a second, James. Can I just can I just um actually? <laughs> I was waiting for this. Go on, you, say, Steve? you said the health bar was based on the RE1 system. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You've actually based it on the RE2 system. Okay. Son of a. Because well, RE1 was fine, fine yellow, orange caution, amber caution, red for danger. 
Well, that's just really confusing, you know. Of course, oh, I'm yellow, sorry. Caution orange, orange isn't confusing at all. I'm sorry. It's only a Resident Evil podcast, you know. <laughs> sorry, it's based on the RE2 damage meter. As I um, so yeah, I'll be asking you guys nine questions, and the, and there will be a winner, and it will be the one with the most points by the end. You may steal another contestant's af answer after they give up or answer wrongly. If you steal an answer correctly, you deal a wound to the original answerer. Is that a word? I'm not sure. And gain points relevant to your standing. If you answer wrongly, you are dealt a wound. There can only be one winner. I like how I did 14 episodes and you've put more work into one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see about that because I don't know if it's, it's going to work. Yeah. Um, what, what he's actually not telling you is that scroll that's in the chat, that's all of it. Like, yeah, that, the rest of it we just gotta make it up as we go. Yeah, I'm just I'm just going into Google, putting Resident Evil trivia. <laughs> That's all. I mean, this, this, this at the moment is in the best traditions of fine DM. So I am I am thoroughly in awe of this. This is awesome. Let's do it. So Act One, beginning. You awake on the streets of Raccoon City. Metal housing lies around you on all the on, on on all the tarmac around you, and you hear the whir of a helicopter fading into the distance. Spotlights shine down on you from elevated platforms, but pass on in a regimented pattern. The groans of people are all around you. The face is gaunt and in clear, clear paint, but there's no life in them. All of your memories are hazy. Why are you here? The crowd of 20-something corpses around you start to shuffle to you fast and attack. See, that, that is where I should have asked the question, but I, the question, but I didn't. Okay, so end of Act 1. You've all, de you've all dealt with the horrors of Raccoon City. Observing the, terror, observing the terror that has been brought down by Umbrella and fought back successfully against it. What were they thinking? There are, a few, there are a few survivors, but maybe they are the key to fixing this. Genetics is something you are all aware of and a heavy knowledgeable one. Maybe you can find a weapon against this. Panic is over the radios as a nuclear airstrike is inbound to level the city. Uh, so that would be Cyniac. You get a call on your phone you didn't even realize you had. <laughs> it's beaten and worn, but it works. Extraction in T minus three minutes. Be at the bell tower. The organization has need of you. End of Act One. Size so a supervisor. <laughs> okay, right. So, uh, in order um, of how I've rolled it with a D six, yes, D and D. Just you can't get out of my blood. Um, Steve, <laughs> you going for D six? The D six, yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Um, because I uh I use a D6 and then on sixes I rerolled. Okay. Um Sonyak is second and Adam is third and Sherwin, you are last to answer a question. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> so first up, Steve. Are you ready? Uh yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> the first question for you, Steve, is from the chapter Adaptations. The first issue of Wildstorm's Resident Evil comics partially takes place <laughs> in what setting that Resident Evil has never reached before or since. Your time starts now. Is this Chicago? Whew, no. That's a, that's a good guess, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're all going to die. I'm guessing not Chicago. Uh, nope. No. Ah. Uh, um, I say I know it features Charlie to you. That's about as far as it oh. goes. 
Oh, we're just letting we're just letting uh, Steve just fire out answers yep. until he finds the right one. Uh, You've got forty seconds of flailing. You've got six seconds left. Uh, Belgium. Three, two, <laughs> one. All right, you answered wrongly. You suffer a wound. Ah! Oh, the pain. You suck. <laughs> the answer is the answer is space. What? Oh. Half of the first two of the six issues involves a space station where illegal BOW research was taking place. It was this Dino Crisis 3? That's amazing. What a way to kick off this quiz. I'm just going to throw out a caveat right now. If I get any of my questions wrong, I'm absolutely pulling the unofficial status of this book into question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm ready to embrace this with hilarious amounts of lack of results. It's going to be glorious. <laughs> yep. Okay, so next up, Cyniac. Let's do it. Are you ready? Sure. <laughs> Your first question is about the franchise of Resident Evil. Okay. The first Resident Evil game was originally intended to be a remake of which horror <laughs> game? Your time starts... Sweet Home. Correct. <laughs> Yeah. Even I knew that one. Easy, yeah. easy one. That's like opening YouTuber Gambit when they talk about Resident Evil. Mother! <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm living up to my Resi facts history. <laughs> Next up, Adam. Oh, jeez. Your first question is about film. Yes. Resident Evil Apocalypse <laughs> is full of homages, homages to what iconic horror director? George Romero. No. <gasps> no. What? Bummer. Resident Evil um, Apocalypse is full of homages to what iconic horror director? Uh, Paul Uber W. Bowl. S. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong. No. <laughs> um, God, that. Uh... Who's a, who else is an iconic horror director? It's right. <laughs> 15 seconds. I sh it's not Uwe Bowl. That's dumb. Um, <laughs> 10 seconds. Uh, John Carpenter. Yes. Oh, that's a good shout. Yeah, fair. Yes, the answer is John Carpenter, though there are many homages, homages to many horror films throughout the Resident Evil series. John Carpenter is the right answer for Resident Evil Apocalypse. Apparently. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Trial and error for the win. <laughs> Yeah, as you can gather, I've changed the rules slightly, but never mind. <laughs> uh, okay, so next up, we show it. Yeah, let's, you will not need 40 seconds for me to fail this. I'm looking forward to it. Resident <laughs> Evil Gaiden is set on which kind of vehicle? <laughs> Your first question is about, again, the franchise Resident Evil. Okay. Biohazard is the name given to the games in Japan, and when it came to the US, they needed a new name due to its due to it clashing with a punk rock band. Mm. How was this new name decided within Capcom US? I actually read this somewhere and then can't remember. Was it something where they asked all of the staff um, to come up with whatever they you know all of the staff submitted names and they picked the one that they felt was most apt? Yep, yep, you got it right. Yeah, a, uh, <laughs> a a company a company wide contest was pitched, and Resident Evil won. This was a pun based on the setting of the first game. If they did that okay. poll now, it would be like Evil McEvil Face. 
Yeah, so you all got your answer right, other than Steve. Yay! <laughs> so Steve currently is in Caution Yellow, the Resident Evil 2 damage meter. That's the Resident <laughs> yeah. Evil 2. Okay. Steve's stuck out in space. <laughs> <laughs> you currently okay, have so one hand held to your flank. Act 2. A man in black braided leathers and dark reflective aviators meets you on the helicopter as you're pulled up. You do not recognize him, but he speaks to you as if he knows you. The situation is worse than I initially thought. I have sent operatives further afield to contain and learn more, so we have more options in the future. He seems to be pondering, but looks back to you all questioningly. Are you combat ready? Or useful in any way? You must be with your pedigree. I There's a shunt in the helicopter. It throws you all to the starboard side. You crash land and wake up in a forest. It's familiar. There's a lab around here you have vague memories of, and a person. James Marcus. You remember he was like a father to you all. You need a sample from his destroyed lab to find the source of all this. You wander for a good few hours before, hours before finding the lab, but it's guarded by a mass of tentacles and gore writhing. The occupants of the helicopter are gone, and you only have a handful of weapons at your disposal. Okay, question two. First up, Steve. Don't let us down, Steve. Yeah, I'll try my best. Steve, the answer is space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Steve okay. holding his flank still because none of us on that helicopter went. Here's a green herb, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. well, that's the point. Can we trade? Right. Nope. Oh. So, Steve, <laughs> you Yo. have 30 seconds because you are in caution yellow, which is a Resident Evil 2 damage meter, by the way. <laughs> your, first, your second question is about the creators of the Resident Evil franchise. Though Shinji Mikami had already left Capcom several years before work began on it, he was invited back by the game developer to direct the computer-animated feature film Resident Evil Degeneration. True mm -hmm. or false? I'm going to say false. It is false. Resident Evil Degeneration was directed by Makoto Kamiya, although it features several voice actors from Mikami's Resident Evil video game titles, including Resident Evil 4. I'm not sure why the book wanted to add that, but he did. Uh, okay, so you got that right. Well done, Steve. Yay! <laughs> Do I Next live? Up. I mean, you don't suffer a wound. Yay! So that, that's good, right? All right, Sinia, you get a game question. Ooh. Two games. In Resident Evil Code Veronica, Albert Wesker attacks Umbrella's Rockfall Island facility and triggers a T-virus outbreak. What is the name of the organization? Time starts now. HCF. No. <laughs> the name of the organization that he works for. Is that the question? Is that, <laughs> the, is, that the, is that the question? Yeah. What What is the name of the organization that triggers the out the T virus outbreak? Oh. <laughs> the, there, uh, I don't know if there is one. That Albert that... Wesker was a part of at yeah. the time of. The rival company. Okay, the rival company is correct. It's not, but okay, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was high right. So yes. the, answer, the answers are the third organization, the third organization sure. numbered, and the rival company. Yeah, okay. That's fair enough. The rival company. Yeah. yeah I, wonder if any, I wonder if any or all of those were placeholder names. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next up, Adam. So your second question is about the games as well. So, 
Umbrella's monsters in the Resident Evil game series are referred to as uh, BOWs, bio-organic weapons. Yes, correct. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And finally, Sherwin, your question is about the games as well. Fantastic. What's the weakest weapon with which players can bring down a... Sorry, I think you just said, because you cut out there with the end. Uh, yeah, what's the weakest, players can, what's what's the weakest the weapon weakest... a player can bring down a zombie? Yes. So, in which game? That's the question I got. Okay. <laughs> I guess the knife is the obvious one. You're unless correct. You're play- Come back. Uh, unless you're playing, is it Code Veronica with the crazy knife? Yeah, that's knife. definitely yeah. not the weakest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that is uh, that's correct. Fantastic. I get BOWs in space and you get. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, yours, yours are coming, all right? These are all randomly <laughs> generated. Ryan had to fix them a bit. Okay, so just. <laughs> oh, okay, so we can get on to the second part of this story. What does the name okay. of the unit Chris and Jill work for? <laughs> ah, that was just right. a trick question. <laughs> Don't ruin the question. <laughs> no. <laughs> So the last we left off, you guys are hanging out at the front of this lab in the middle of a forest, and the helicopter are gone, everyone's gone in it, and you only have a handful of weapons. The next part of this story is, the the creature seems to be dying of its own accord. Someone has done a number on this thing before, and you'll get by mostly unscathed. You get past a nightmare of a lab, lab before finding the sample you needed. Its purity is intoxicating. You're all taken aback by this small 30 mil vial, that could bring a new world order and go on your go on your way back to start and you wow my writing yes and on your way back you start getting memories of james marcus how he played with your genetics used the queen leech to improve you from what someone else had started before you were his magnum opus but to achieve what you're not sure yet act three the walk is long in this forest, but you eventually come to a main road headed east and are picked up by an 18-wheeler. The driver seems to be content with dropping you off at the closest city where you'll have to find out what else you're going to do. However, the truck is stopped by a roadblock consisting of five APCs and an entire squadron of armoured, unmarked individuals. A woman walks up. She's wearing a bulletproof vest and pads, but the first thing you noticed is her striking beauty as she walks up to the truck with confidence. Tails from a red dress trail behind her as she flicks back her black short hair to one side and calls up that she and the rest of the roadblock are your protection and she'll take it from here. You're headed to Europe. The woman introduces herself as Ada. She works for the third organization and is bringing you to investigate some issues in an ancient Spanish dig site. This piques your interest as, from the article she's been feeding you, this could be a step towards creating a base pathogen for the new world that's coming. She introduces you to the local science team, and you get to work. She will be back in the next in the next few days. Question three, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready? I best be. I've been crap talking at the entire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Steve. So here's your here's your. I think this is kind of your easy one. Uh, <laughs> this is where it just flubs it. Yeah. Question three is from the games. Resident Evil 2 actually includes four different protagonists, two of whom are secret and have to be unlocked. Naden, the hidden character whose sole weapon is the combat knife. Uh, mm, mm. 
Oh, steal this. I'll tell you Tofu. Oh. <laughs> you said we could steal answers. I thought it was o Gary. Only after they do, only after the time had run out. I Bean did say wrong. Curd. Well. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Bean, Bean curd. curd. <laughs> Gary. It was Gary. Fun, His charm. His charm is irresistible. <laughs> so says the RE2 remake flavor text. That's fair. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sinyak, Your third question. Cool. Oh, yeah, this one I actually targeted towards you. This is going to uh, be great. Oh, God. <laughs> Three, the films. Uh, in, Res in Resident Evil, who portrays Chad Kaplan? Oh, no! <laughs> My favorite. Oh, God, what's his name? <sighs> the weird thing was I was looking at his IMDb like last week. <laughs> I don't that's think not, I'm. That's I don't, not creepy at all. Yeah, shush, shush you. <laughs> Twenty seconds. Uh, I think it's Sam something, but I don't know. I've got nothing. Sorry, sorry, Kaplan. I've failed you. <laughs> that's lucky. But on the on the upside, I don't think anyone can steal this. You would be wrong, Home Slice. No. Yeah. <laughs> Adam has got Google. He knows. Goddamn Google. All right, do we have any steals? Um, I have a partial steal, maybe. I don't know if you'll allow it, but from the IMDb when we were doing the quiz, uh, the uh, the movie series, I actually had a lot of this guy, and his name is uh, his name is Martin, but I don't know what his last name is. Okay, well, I, I would need his full name, and because oh, you boom. stole, you suffer a okay. wound. Oh. His name is his name is uh, Martin Martin is... Cruz. Oh, okay. <laughs> Martin oh, yeah, Tom Cruz. Cruz's brother. Tom Cruz's brother. <laughs> Martin. Okay, Captain. so we've got so we got Siniac and we got Adam in caution yellow now. And Steve. Thanks, Sai. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's my fault that you <laughs> wanted to be sneaky. <laughs> okay. So question three for you, Adam. In Resident Evil 3, Jill Valentine goes toe-to-toe -to -toe with Nemesis, but is infected by the T-virus strain unique to the Nemesis, who eventually managed to cure Jill by visiting the local general hospital. <laughs> Carlos Oliveira. You are correct. <laughs> well done. Uh, I, didn't even, I didn't even start the timer because I knew you'd get out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okie dokie. So, again, games. While zombies are the staple of the Resident Evil series, what creatures first infected by the T-Virus are encountered by stars at the Spencer... Cerberus. Correct. Well done. All right. Uh, so that's the third... Wait, only third question? Yep. <laughs> this is only going to take an hour, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so a few days go by, and in those days you have learned a great deal about not only what all of your plans are for the future, but also unlocking some latent memories. A deep hatred for Umbrella and their ridiculous safety protocols and general approach to biological weaponry is now deeply inset in you. Not only that, but with the lab tools at your disposal, you have tested yourselves. And curiously, even though you all look differently, you all have the exact same DNA. Carbon copies of one another. The only differences are the clear modifications done by James Marcus. With your plans for a new organization under your belts, one that won't fail, you get into a you get into a helicopter to leave this place. 
On the way out of this region, a quick pickup of Ada was needed as she seemed to have been battling a large creature on some scaffolding with a handsome floppy-haired man who had no jacket on. Okay, so next. Act four. Ada tells you that Africa is your next destination, and with this, you all get flashbacks to a man of exceptional skill in biogenetics. His name was Alexander Ashford. You all revered this man, and when you thought of him, you started feeling small hatreds for each other, competitive hatreds. These flashbacks were sparked due to Alexander always speaking of the progenitor virus, a virus based in Africa and the base of the T-virus. Alexander's father was one of those who researched its creation. The hatreds you now feel are akin to sibling rivalry, but stronger almost a fight for your own sense of identity. A failed organization with the name Tricell attempted to pick up where Umbrella left off, but you are going to change that. With the research you're doing, you have found a way to control the general populace with zero fatalities, and it's completely ethical, at least in all your eyes. Next question. Guys, I think we're the bad ones. <laughs> are we the bad guys? <laughs> are we the baddies? Okay. Steve, are you ready? I am ready. Question four, allies. Robert Bob Kendo is best known for selling the Beretta 92F, also known as the Samurai Edge. However, what was Robert Kendo's brother's name? Uh, Robert Kendo, oh crap. I always remember Robert Kendo, what's the other one? Uh... Remember Steve, he's the one that went into space. Oh yeah! <laughs> uh... Space Kendo. <laughs> <laughs> 15 seconds. That's like I made up martial art. Um, <laughs> Michael? 10 seconds. If he's, no, if he's got it wrong, can I buzz in? Five seconds. His friend's Barry. Yeah. You're out of time. Damn. Can I buzz? Buzz me, 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 me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. John. John. Go ahead, Sai. John. Oh. <laughs> I think Sherwin was going to steal that. Uh, what did you say, Joe? Oh, wait, it's Joe, isn't it? No, it's Joe. He said Joe. I said John. I did say John. Sherwin beat Sherwin got it already, I think. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, no, after that first deal is done, you cannot. Nobody else can. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> wait. That means I take a wound, right? Yes. So you are in Caution Orange now. Okay. Great. <laughs> and so are you, Steve. Uh, well. <laughs> Well, hell. <laughs> okay, so next up, Sai. Great, yeah. Excited. I think I might use that green herb, you know. Okay, uh, so question four. Name the giant fish monster that Leon, Leon fights in Resident Evil. Can I steal? No, I got nothing again. Twenty-five seconds. Giant fish monster. That's what it's called. That is incorrect. Damn, I was close. Twenty seconds. I can tell you it's English translation, and it's Japanese. It's Japanese. Oh. It's Spanish. Do you do you give up, sir? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know what it is now. Okay, I, I believe. I, I, I got five. Well. Del Lago. The deep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's I, the Del Lago. Yeah. Yeah, I reverse engineered it in my head because I thought of the English name and was like, oh yeah, yeah. Fair Listeners, enough. to beat it very easily, just aim down and throw. <laughs> Steve, you have gained some bonus points. Yes! For answering your third question in a row, and Sinek, you suffer a wound. So Sorry, buddy. So now where am I at? 
So you're at danger. Can I use my first aid spray now? You may use it. You are at max. Woohoo! Sponsored by the First Aid Spray Podcast. <laughs> uh, just to remind you, you just used it, but just to remind you, oh. First Aid Sprays are used to also yeah. answer also answer a question. Yeah, that's so fine. Can... It's, it's more fun. <laughs> it's more fun this way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next up, Adam. Okay, so I'm Adam, here. you're, yeah, you're in caution yellow, so you have 30 seconds. Your fourth question is, players spend a lot of time, it's a games question, players spend a lot of time in the Raccoon City police station in Resident Evil 2, which is filled with strange statues, paintings, and hidden passages. What was, this, what was the police station building before the RPD took over? It was a museum. I would need more than that. Oh, was it, oh, dang. Was it an what? art museum? Yes, correct. Okay. You also gain bonus points. Woo! Actually, you gain bonus points last question, but never mind. Yeah, that's great. Nice. All right, Sherwin. Okay, Sherwin, your fourth question is about the settings in Resident Evil. The graveyard sequence in Resident Evil Apocalypse oh. was shot in an actual <laughs> graveyard. True or false? <clears throat> I'm going to take my time with this one. <laughs> False. No, you have got it wrong. It is what? Wrong. Wow. Well, fifty-fifty. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh now God, the next see. part of the story. This is taking much longer than I expected. Never mind. Okay. So the end of Act Four. A duo by the name of Chris Redfield and Shaver Alamar have taken down an important higher up in the third organization with the name Albert Wesker. Just looking at his history, he was asking for it. Come to think of it, you're pretty sure that's who introduced himself in the helicopter back at Raccoon City. No matter, you all have a business to run. And now, reading the file Wayne Lee's Note from Resident Evil 2 2019, Lucas Bach Digman, who you can find on Twitter at LucasDigman112. Dear God. Blood. Everywhere. What the hell's happening? They're dead. All dead. It was those men in black. USS headquarters. Special forces. But why? Isn't their job to protect us? White brains in a sea of red. Uh, this can't be happening. Dear God. Why? Didn't everybody say I was a genius? A genius like me. Can't die in a place like this. I always got results. They're screwing me. Well, maybe I'll screw them. I'll win the Nobel. I'm a hero. A genius. A god. I will not die. I... Well, uh... Act 5. The Connections. That's who you are now. Working with fungi and molds, you have successfully found out a way to cross-germinate the cordyceps fungus <laughs> into the human brain with negligible effects on their psyche to fully control, to control how they behave. This was created with the help of the Queen Leech progenitor and modified T-virus, plus a little of your own genius thrown in for good measure. There has been an issue, however. 
A cargo ship that had a container transport in unfinished forms of the sea rise has gone missing around the Bering Strait, a treacherous region. We're not sure, we're, you're not sure why they chose to navigate through there, but it's concerning. Question five. I'm silently laughing over here just because the idea that you're like going through the history of the series and you looked at Resi 6 and went, nah. <laughs> Big fan. I must have all thrown in instead. So, so what I did, so just to give you a bit of insight, what I did is I looked up all the organizations and I kind of just, oh okay, because I didn't want to spoil myself, spoil myself for RE7 and RE6. So I just looked at the organizations and made me own shit up. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, so number five, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Games again. So you are in orange. So you have twenty seconds on your on your question. So games. Okay. Shinji Mikami, the creator of Resident Evil, originally intended the first Resident Evil game to be played from a different camera perspective, but couldn't do. What did? Oh wait, sorry. What, what did I say at the beginning? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's one warning. <laughs> but couldn't due to technical limitations of the consoles. Which camera perspective was it? Person of the first. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. Okay, excellent. Question two. Sign in. Yo. Films. Sign in. Oh, no. The death of JD in Resident Evil is a homage to what well-known zombie? Day of the Dead. You are correct. <laughs> you get that one. Yes. Well done. Okay, so games for you, Adam. What is Claire Redfield's reason for going to Raccoon City in Resident Evil 2? <laughs> to find her brother, Chris. <laughs> correct. I'm getting an easy even... run here, guys. I'm sorry. You are. Next show in Name the Town where Leon S. Kennedy first encounters the last Plagas infected in Resident Evil. Oh. I have no idea. I'll take a wound. I don't. Uh, no, I can't use my first aid. Right there, heal me. Yeah, I'll take a wound. I'm not going to know the answer to that. Okay. Steel? Can I uh, steal? Yes. Pueblo. Correct. <laughs> Pueblo. Um, it's, it's actual, it's translation. It's El Pueblo, Spain, but the name is actually just the village in Spanish. Yeah. That's yes. The location's actual well, name is never... Right. Okay. I just learned because I only ever knew it as the village. So now I know what that means. Sweet. Informative. Okay. Next part of the story. <coughs> Bring it back. <laughs> okay. Right. So, end of Act 5. We've run into another snag while looking into the cargo ship issue. There's a new umbrella using the moniker Blue Umbrella. They are causing quite a lot of issues with our lab outposts, destroying materials and needing answers. Can they not just see the edge of scientific knowledge we're about to overcome? Guys? Can you not <laughs> see that? Axit. You are all having trouble communicating with each other within the organization. Blue Umbrella are cutting you off at every turn. This is causing you all to regress into yourselves. Your physical appearance is changing for the first time in over 80 years after the numerous tests you have done on yourselves. Extra limbs or additional eyes are morphing and then disappearing the next day. Next question. Question six. Sir Steve. Yo. Film, Steve. Oh, no. <laughs> so you have 20 seconds, Steve, to answer 
What does LJ claim he usually drives in Resident Evil Apocalypse? I used to drive in Cadillac, but I can't remember the rest of the quote. <laughs> you don't need to know the quote. That is... <coughs> okay, well I'm done. kind of ashamed I remember that, but then again... So yeah, the answer Jefferson is Cadillac. Uh, LJ jokes it's the reason he hasn't lifted off the helicopter yet. He can't fly it. Yeah, I normally drive a Cadillac, and then he punches him in the face. <laughs> there you go, Steve. I help you out. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Bob. <laughs> Okie dokie. So, question six for Cyniac Villains. <clears throat> That's my name, Cyniac Villains. <laughs> it took two different actors to play the part of the tyrant in Resident Evil Afterlife. True oh, or for false? For God's sake. Uh, true. You are correct. Yeah. <laughs> that, makes, that makes sense. Such enthusiasm. Yeah. Here's my tip for the poor WS Anderson questions. If it's inappropriate or expensive, <laughs> then do it. Okay, next up is Adam. Games again, Adam. Despite voicing the English dub, all the voice actors were not native English speakers. Where were they all living at the time? Oh, jeez. This is why I'm. Uh, <clears throat> let's just say. I'm just going to say Germany because that's fun. 15 seconds. That is incorrect. Okay, Japan. That is correct. Damn. Boom. Okay, that was going to be that was going to be my first, and then I thought, is that too obvious that maybe it's Japan? <laughs> but obviously, too obvious isn't a thing for this quiz book. So. <laughs> Yeah, I have I should have said I should have said space. <laughs> <laughs> you should have. I would have given you a point for that. <laughs> okay, next up, Joe. Okay, here's a here's a kind of an easy one for you, Joe. <laughs> Villains. What is the official name of Resident Resident Evil's long tongued monster? Hmm. Mm. Oh. Mm. It's a hard one. I know. Monsieur Liquor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Going, yeah, yeah, I like that. Going continental. <laughs> Mr. Liquor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we get to know the next part of this crazy story. Woo! All right. Uh, so the end of Act 6, which is not a long one, but this is not... Oh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, your extra limbs appearing, additional eyes morphing, then disappearing the next day. This is not what Edward would have wanted. This isn't what Alexander would have wanted. You need to try better. Try harder. Act seven. You barely speak to your, your employees anymore. Last week, uh, who got their last question wrong? <laughs> I think it was Steve. Uh, no. Space Steve. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, last week, Space Steve accidentally sliced his own arm off in a splicing procedure and it grew back twice as big in the next two hours. Uh, I'm not going to roll for it. Uh, he was Sherwin. working it out a lot. Sherwin, because you are kind of the most healed or have been this entire time, you remember almost everything now. Exposition time. Ooh. You were created by Edward Ashford, cloned from his own son, as a means to have humans to practice umbrella-created pharmaceuticals on. He couldn't bring himself to do it, however. He had created perfect clones, and you could all think and feel. So he gave you all to his son, Alexander, as friends to play with. 
but Alexander did experiment on you. Alexander wasn't a big name in the Umbrella Corporation, but he knew how to harness intellect, so he tried to instill you with it, and it succeeded. The same way it ex he succeeded with Alexia beforehand, but not so much with Alfred. As or, we know or, it or Space Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, you, are, you had all moved on by this point, claimed by James Marcus as a favor from Edward Ashford. Next question, question seven. Steve. Yo. Game, Steve. Mm-hmm. You seem perturbed. Are you okay? Everything okay over there? All right. Fine. Seven games. The first Resident <laughs> Evil inspired the first Resident <laughs> Evil inspired a number of other titles that followed in the horror genre. Which like which later entry in the series similarly inspired a whole new crop of action games? Ah, uh, mm, uh, Resident <laughs> Evil 4. Correct! Over here, stranger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. Okay, so... <laughs> your well, adaptive difficulties kicking in. <laughs> your next one is about the games as well. In Resident Evil 3, how does the Nemesis get its weapon? Oh my god, that's a great question. I'm ready to steal. I know you are. That's the problem. It is in the movies as well. Uh, you, so it gets so it gets dropped by helicopter. Is that the correct answer? Yes. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Dang it. That's weird. In the game, it just he just has it. Yeah. There's no like cutscene or anything for him. Yeah. Logically, that's... he gets dropped from a helicopter, so therefore, so does the rocket launch. Yeah, I mm. guess so. True. So he can't just pull out his bomb, can he? So. You don't know. You don't know what you powers he has. Okay, yeah, I don't know the ins and outs of the team, the Nemesis T-type. You know <laughs> Literally saying. the ins and the outs. <laughs> okay, so Adam, you are up next. Creators again. Anna Bolt, Adam, who plays the zomb zombie submerged in the flooded lab whose eyes snap open when the Umbrella team first, is pass first passes by, was a former Olympic swimmer who could hold her breath for several minutes. True or false? This is in the first... We're going to say true. False. Oh, boo. False. Can I steal? Anna, Can I steal? Anna, <laughs> Anna was required to scuba dive in order to get the shot, something she had never done before. What's your related to Jeremy Bolt, the um, producer? <laughs> or oh, Usain you Bolt, the runner. <laughs> so we're, we're, all, we're all baddies, guys. How do we feel like are we okay with uh, I was like, a we're, we're all like playthings for someone's kid. The problem is the kid is a bad guy. That's yeah. All it was. <laughs> yeah, we have a deep resentment for those horrible things. And yet we're still working for them, sort of, in our own way. Okay, yeah, that's, that's what happens. I guess my question is if we're sprouting extra limbs, if I get an extra head, do I get an extra question? <laughs> <laughs> no. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh,. Yes, Sherwin's question. Sorry. Um, it is for the villains. Who was the founder? Yeah, who was the founder of the Umbrella? Uh, Oswald Spencer? Yes, correct. Boom. Okay, so next part of the story. We're almost at the end, guys. Oh. Okay, so uh, many years went by, and you all learned a great deal under James Marcus. He also dipped into your genes to create an even str even stronger forms of what you were, but eventually Umbrella killed James Marcus and claimed you all as their assets. 
At this time, you were nothing more than blank canvases. You had been used as cleaners and lab rats until you matured. Act in. Umbrella pass you onto William Birkin, a famed virologist, had visions of grandeur within Umbrella, and uh, which he was employed under. During your employ with Dr. Birkin, you all started to mature. The dormant cells that had been played with, uh, that had been played with this entire this entire time, had started to communicate with each other. The world started to make sense. Ideas spawned, and William Birkin listened to these ideas. It was the five of you who helped create the G virus with William Birkin and Annette Birkin. But William wanted more, and he deserved more in your eyes too. Question eight. Steve. Hello. Film Steve. Oh, How do no. you feel about them? <laughs> I mean, I'd rather not. Okay. Uh, of the two Alice collectible statues that fans can purchase, oh. one features which special weapons that her character never actually uses in the film that inspires her costume and other elements but are instead seen in a different 20 I'm seconds. I'm going to use my first aid spray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent choice. I'm going to take it. Can I take a guess, even if I don't get a point for it, because I'm just genuinely ahead, interested? Is it anything to do with Alien? No. Oh, okay. That would just be my guess. It is guess. It is Kukri knives, yep. Oh, I could oh, have okay. that. Fair enough. Okie Signiac, question eight. Sure. You are on full health, so you have full 40 seconds to answer this. Okay. Games. Which character appeared in the 2002 remake of Resident Evil that did not appear in the original 1996? Lisa Trevor. Correct. Nice. I got an easy one. Nice. No one remembers Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Adam. Settings. How does one's team access the train station inside the mansion in Resident Evil? Oh, why am I blanking on this? It's quite precise. I'm just going to use got... my spray because I am actually entirely blanking. Okay, okay. So you are at full health. You've used your first aid spray. Good choice. What was the answer? They access the door hidden behind a mirror. A reference through to through the looking glass and the film Alice in Wonderland. Oh, hmm. okay. Yeah. Wow. I would not have got that. Same. <laughs> um, okay. Sherwin. Yes. In the Resident Evil series, where is the Umbrella Corporation's European headquarters? Paris. Correct. Look at that. Firing them out. Good job. <laughs> Flying through. All right, then we can get into the end of Act 8. The Parisian Umbrella Boys were the best boys because they made frog boys. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> they just wanted something to eat. This cannon? <laughs> yeah. They made, frog, they made frog hunters. That's great. Okay, so the end of Act 8. William knew Umbrella would turn on him. He lost his daughter and his wife. He wanted to fix something. So weeks before he came, they came for him, <laughs> He arranged for us, for you guys, to be in the T zero zero canisters that will be dropped onto Raccoon City. <laughs> Only one T T zero zero was dropped on Raccoon City that day, and you—you you were his leg legacy to do what Umbrella couldn't. Act nine, the final act. <laughs> Word has gotten to you all that the cargo ship has been found. It's wrecked near Alaska. The entire northwest northwestern American seaboard and coast is contaminated. It's run rampant. 
more voracious than any of you could have predicted. Fascinating. It's finally happening. Question nine. All right. So games. Steve, you're at full health, aren't you? I am now. Oh, boy. So you guys can't die. Sweet. Um, so, <laughs> games. Carlos is the member of, is a member of the UBCS in the games. What do the initials UBCS stand for? Umbrella Biohazard Countermeasures. Excellent. Good job. Sweet. Next, Sonia. Hi, hi, hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, which games Japan release included a live-action trailer created by Knights of the Living Dead director George A. Resident Evil 2. Yes. Adam. I'm ready. Oh, you, oh man. You, yeah, this is going to be... Oh, you're giving me the hard one at the end. <laughs> no, no, no. I think you're going to get this. Um, villains, name the three founders of Umbrella, according to the games. Oh, um, Oswald Spencer, James Marcus, and I'm going to blank on the third one. Space Steve. Uh, was it Wesker? <laughs> just was Wesker one of the founders? Just, just to give you a clue, <laughs> I've mentioned his name in the story. It was Oswald Spencer, James Marcus, and uh, Ashford was his name. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I am. Um, his mother loved him so I... much. She <laughs> named him what's his name. <laughs> yeah. Excuse my French. Um, was it Alexander Ashford? No, came before. No, before. I don't know why I'm blanking on this. Um. No, I'm not going to get it. I'm okay. Edward. Yeah. Edward. Ah. Okay, Steve, you had got that. Fair. <laughs> One second, I'm going to mark Steve's point now. Do I get thieving git points as well? <laughs> you do. That's that's what it is. It's a thieving git. Yeah, Steve's going to win this just because he's a thief. Yeah. <laughs> and show. Okay, so adaptations. Which star's member featured in the first Resident Evil video game is the primary protagonist of the novel <laughs> Caliban Cove? Interesting. Chris Redfield? Incorrect. Brad? Correct. I'm there you go. 20 seconds. Oh, sorry, that's correct. No, incorrect, sorry. Oh, Barry. We'll work through my various different ones. Barry, Bur Barry Byrne, Chris, Chris Redfield, Richard Aiken. <laughs> Just gonna fire them all off the top of my head now. Could be Enrico Marini. Seven seconds. Joseph Frost. Three. Two, Bayer. One. Rebecca Chambers. Rebecca Chambers. Rebecca Chambers. Rebecca Chambers. Where you said mail? Where you said mail? That threw me completely. There was just that moment of silence for Rebecca Chambers. <laughs> Say that's so impolite. I was like, "Can I steal?" And you were like, "Rebecca Chambers." Well, I tried. I tried to do that on the last one, and Steve just went, "Edward." So <laughs> I, I genuinely heard male somewhere in there. So I'm going, "Oh, okay, male characters." <laughs> well, I did wonder why you oh, didn't sorry, say man. Jill. I, did, so. I don't think I said. No, no, uh, okay. Probably me mishearing, but. So let's finish the story off. Woo. So. <laughs> Yeah, so the last year, so I'll, I'll just go with like nine because it's super short. Word has gotten to you all that the cargo ship has been found. It's wrecked near Alaska. The entire northwestern American seaboard and coast is contaminated. It's run rampant, more voracious than any of you could have predicted. Fascinating. It's finally happening. You can hear them. 
the fungus, it's talking. This is unprecedented. It's talking through your very bones as if on a network. They're calling to you all. It's time to go home. And that's to the, the end. Kingdom. To the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. <Yay. laughs> That leads us into the second part of our quiz, Super Mario Brothers. Super <laughs> Mario crossover. Wait, wait, I didn't study for this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to tell, while you guys talk, I'm going to tell up all your points in one second. Well, then, in that case, uh, I wanted to say well done. I think it was, yeah, that was very fun. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. The, well done. The, Thank the you, James. That was fun. The law was a total mess, but that's what made it fun. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely uh, not what I expected, but yeah, really, really good stuff. Yeah. So we can't be civil with a stealing malarkey. We've got to just jump in, I feel, if we're doing this again. Oh, yeah. Because oh, Channel Steel is a little invite to someone else going like, Edward! <laughs> exactly what, you know. And that's the thing as well. Before James even really started answering that last question, I knew the answer because I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. There's got to be a Rebecca question in here somewhere. <laughs> Right, but at the same time, you're like, oh no, you can't say Joe out loud, Sherwin. Sure, you have to let me say it because I still. No, 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 no. Well, that's not what I said. I said give it to Sherwin because I said John, but never mind. Listeners, well, listeners, well. the next time we do a quiz, a quiz, the next quiz. time we do a quiz, stealing is just, you know, it's free reign. After the person's had a go at answering it and we get it wrong. Also, kids, stealing is not cool. Do not yeah. do it because it's a very bad social habit that will get you in okay, trouble. So I've got some bad news. There, can, there, there isn't just one winner because three of you are tied. <laughs> Do we have I'll a? Use uh... my first aid spray. I'll use it now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Sherwin, unfortunately, you are the runner-up with twelve points, and the rest of you got nineteen points. <laughs> oh. Okay. We need a decider. We need a tiebreaker. I was going to say tiebreaker. We have... Okay. Okay. Out. One second. Okay. 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 One second. Um. So between. So between Sai, Steve, and Adam, um, I'm going to hmm. right. I don't know how should I do this. I think I should random randomly generate it. Maybe yeah. Just flick through the book <laughs> until you find. Yeah, something. yeah. I kind of feel with you know rather than letting Sherwin sit out, can he just join in anyway? So it's like anyone. Yeah, yeah, can yeah, win. yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, this okay. one's worth ten points. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's All worth ten points, Sherwin. <laughs> okay. okay, so the monster that is a result of Dr. Isaac's mutation in Resident Evil Extreme oh! is deadly, sharp tentacles that protrude from its from its hands. This mode of attack is a little different from the monster Chris Redfield and Jill Valentine fight in the Resident Evil video game. Instead of tentacles, what does the game version of this monster have? A claw! Oh. Spikes! <laughs> and we need a new question. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's meant to be the tyrant, right? <laughs> Steve and Sai said claws at the same time. Um, and it is huge claws. Let's have another question. They're <laughs> yeah. all wrong. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> it fights okay, all right. words. All right. Lots of things in the Resident Evil films are borrowed from the games. Which game makes a reference to a scene from the film? Oh. Resident Evil 4. Umbrella Chronicles. It has the laser corridor for Baton. Yes, Alan, Adam, you are the winner with Resident Evil 4, which includes a corridor with laser beams, not unlike the one seen in Resident Evil and Resident Evil Extinction. Congratulations, Adam, you have won season one. Nobody <laughs> can believe it. You have won all of season one. It's yours. Yes. <laughs> you now own it. 
You know, edit this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get to edit it. Congratulations. I'll, if I'm going to edit I'll just edit down to the last minute that just says I won. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well. Listen, listen, okay? There is nothing wrong with my law. It's completely factually correct. <laughs> I'd say that was a, an overwhelming success uh, of errors. <laughs> uh, I would like to say that that doesn't get edited whatsoever and just goes out this one. <laughs> <laughs> You'd like to say that, but it's not going to happen. Okay, well, nothing else remains for me but to thank our contributors. If you'd like to be part of the show, then please look into auditioning for our file readings. One way to get in touch is to email us at fasbraypod at gmail.com. But of course, the best course of action is to join our Discord server, where you can also ask questions for the bite-sized discussion segments, discuss Resident Evil with us and other fans, and listen to the podcast live as it's being recorded. The link to the server is in the description of this show and also on all of our social media profiles. You can follow us on Twitter at fasbraypod, on Instagram, Instagram at FA Spray Pod and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash FA Spray Pod. You can find the podcast on YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, and iTunes. And if you enjoyed the show, please do leave us an iTunes review. Our next episode will kick off season two. I'm not going to go into too much detail about what that is exactly, but over the course of the next 12 months, you can look forward to more film club episodes, more editions of profile focusing on specific characters. Uh, early in 2020, we'll be dissecting two very different Resident Evil games, both celebrating anniversaries that have one major thing in common. Uh, we have a few guests lined up and we'll be geared up and ready to cover any and all news and brand new releases such as Project Resistance. Thank you to the panel you can follow us all in the village in the lab. thank you to in the in, you can follow us all in the, the village Pueblo. <laughs> thanks Adam. Pueblo follow us all in the Pueblo <laughs> the Pueblo people thank you to the panel you can <laughs> this is going off the rails you can follow us all individually I'm at Saniac underscore one two three Steve was at Firebutton Games Jordan, who's not here, follow him anyway. He's Serial Box 64. Sherwin is at Sherwin's Agenda. James is at Moist Owlet OFF. Adam isn't on Twitter because he's an old man, and you can find him on facebook.com forward slash Mr. Lucky Paint. And finally, thank you all for listening and have a good week. Bye. Bye in space. <laughs> in space, now I'm going to hear you say bye. <laughs> And if you want me back for season two, I'll do it on Super Mario. I'm fine doing that. It's fine. <laughs> Jordan somewhere has just sat upright, eyes gleaming. I think as the winner, um, I will happily take the quiz for season two. <laughs> so yeah, you've you've got to write the next choose your own adventure oh, that, and the next quiz. Yeah, hell yes, that would be fun. <laughs> Excellent. So, I, I'm I'm all about those things. So. Good stuff. And speaking of Jordan, it is worth peeing behind the curtain a little bit. He obviously was meant to be on this. The, like the plan was to get everyone. I'm sure he's listened to this and has enjoyed all of it. None more so than hearing that the next quiz is Super Mario Brothers. I bet he's jumping up and down with <laughs> do excitement. You, do you guys want to hear what his questions were? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Jun Taguchi, uh, Jun Taguchi, Resident Evil 5's producer, also had worked on entries in the Resident Evil series before taking on his role for Resident Evil 5. Which two games were they? Uh, Resident Evil in Space and... <laughs> <laughs> the Resident Evil Game Res Boy remake. 
Was Resident it Survivor Evil. and CV? Resident Evil or Resident Evil 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. After the attack on William Burke and the results in his transformation into the huge monster G. Burke and in the game Resident Evil 2, the T-Virus is released into the Raccoon City sewers near his secret lab. How is the T-Virus spread into the Raccoon City? In Raccoon City. Rats. Rats. Yes. Good. Uh, who is Alice? This is the chapter. This is the only one that did. <laughs> in the novelization... <laughs> In the novelizations of the films, which character is revealed to have feelings for Alice? Oh, Alice. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's Carl. Anderson. It's... <laughs> yes. yes. Her sir. surname is Abernathy now. She had, didn't have a name in the first film. Come on, come on. No one says it. No one says uh, it. Number four is bloopers. During the first confrontation with a zombie in the hive, JD fires on what he thinks is a crazed survivor. A small square explosive pack that mimics a shotgun wound can be seen under which art article of the zombie's clothing? Spacesuit. <laughs> Sp <laughs> it's like a lab coat her, or something, I'm guessing. Her, pa her pants leg near the knee. Okay. Uh, the T-Virus isn't the only devastating disease created by evil corporations in the Resident Evil game series. Name the even deadlier virus that Albert Wesker helps create in Resident Evil. Uruburos. Yeah. Uruburos. Number six, villains. Brian Irons was chief of police in Resident Evil 2. In his early life, he was under psychiatric ex examination after two incidents, violent aggression and sexual assault. But why was he not investigated? Uh, there's no law in space. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this is a question I had to look up because there was there were crap questions in the book. But uh, yeah, the answer was having excellent academic performance. Oh, yeah. oh wow, yeah, that that's sounds about right topical. nowadays. Actually, yeah. that's <laughs> you would you would say in the nineties, and then it doesn't survive now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Number seven adaptations. There are six comic books issues under the Resident Evil title created by Wildstorm. They center on operatives of which game universe organization? Charlie T. Brooker. The BSAA. <laughs> eh? Oh, no. What? Yep. Which was the This is the one in Space Man. <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 Zombies the biohazard space attack. That, that's our DM going, oh, it's your oh. game, man. Like, <laughs> 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 Number eight, settings. The Arclay Mountains located outside Raccoon City in the video games and movies is the name of a real mountain range, just not in the US. True or false? No, false. Mm. True. I'm going to say true. It's false. Like, like Raccoon City, oh. the Arclays were created by Capcom to be similar to real US places, but fictitious. And finally, general... What does a what does the T in T virus stand for? Tyrant. Te Terrence. Yeah. Terrence. Techno. Oh. So that... <laughs> Techno virus. Terrence. <laughs> oh, no, the Terrence virus. Talkie. The pirates. Ah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was all Jordan's question. Perfect. <laughs>